Hey everyone, it's your host of See Jurassic Right, Stephen Ray Morris here, just dropping in to say, I hope you've been enjoying all the new episodes in 2023 and 2024 so far. There are new interviews with filmmakers, musicians, scientists, the screenwriter of Land Before Time, audio essays about the rich history of the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World franchise, and all the news about the upcoming animated show Jurassic World Chaos Theory and the as-of-yet untitled Jurassic World sequel coming next summer. I really need your help supporting the show right now, and you can do that by leaving a tip and or giving a monthly follow on Patreon, patreon.com slash There are $1 and $5 tiers, but more is coming. Sharing the show, giving five-star reviews in Apple Podcasts, and liking and commenting on social, at Stephen Ray Morris on Instagram and Twitter, goes a long way to help boosting the show's visibility again online in this new era. I'm an independent podcaster and your support is so important and means the world to me in keeping this podcast running. Link to the Patreon is in the show notes. Hold on to your butts. Thank you. And now on to the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Filled with awe and fright, see Jurassic right, bathe in ember light, see Jurassic right, see Jurassic right, 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 see Jurassic right, 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 see Jurassic right, 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 see Jurassic right, see Jurassic right, see Jurassic Park. Welcome to See Jurassic Right. I'm your host, Stephen Ray Morris, and today is a new episode of Park Experts, a segment where I interview my guests about Jurassic Park, dinosaurs, and everything in between in a more casual setting than season one and the forthcoming season two episodes. So don those khaki shorts and don't forget your Hawaiian shirt. And let's dive in. This week's guest, filmmaker Celine Beth Calderon. She created and directed Theodore, a true crime documentary told in six parts about the victims of Ted Bundy and the impact of his heinous acts. We talk about the ways she kept her love of Jurassic Park a secret growing up, Jeff Goldblum sightings at Sundance, Power Rangers, and more. Hold on to your butts and enjoy the show. No, but I'm. We're here today. I'm talking to Celine Beth Calderon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got it. Oh, I just it. I made the mic peak. It's fine. <laughs> Producer and recorder. I can yes. only do so many things at once. That's fine. 
welcome. Thank you for having me. These are the, these park expert uh, episodes, mm-hmm. um, and you are one of them. Yes. And it's funny, I didn't really plan it this way, but this this new series is just going to start out with a lot of true crime <laughs> related oh people. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, and yeah. so I'm really happy Good. to have you here. Yay. And like. Well, and we were talking a little bit about before is that like, I'm sure if you're dealing in these dark, morbid subjects, you're obviously yeah. the director of Theodore yes. and, uh, you know, dealing with these dark, morbid subjects. Like sometimes it's I mean, that's the thing a lot of people say about Jurassic Park, that they like Jurassic Park and that mm-hmm. when Jurassic Park is really good is when it's these animals being just creatures. They're yeah. not murderous monsters because sure. that's what humans do. <laughs> So it's yep. like, it, it, uh, do you almost find it relaxing? You're like, oh, that dinosaur is just eating that person because they're hungry. Yeah. I don't think I've ever looked at it as like a murderous thing <laughs> at all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you look at it, but yeah, they're creatures and I love animals. So why, you know, why would I think anything less yeah, than yeah. that? But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also just the idea of like. I mean, ultimately, Jurassic Park is is mo- like more lighthearted than mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure enjoying things like dinosaur movies and stuff is a helpful it's break. Perfect. From, is that the kind of thing? Like when you're working, do you do those sorts of things to unwind? Jurassic Park, or otherwise. <laughs> yeah. No. Definitely. Um, I think, especially in the last year, I've really had to take the time to just break that up and turn on something mindless where um, classic movies. I did a whole thing last summer where I did classic movie summer. Oh, really? And, uh, and I took a movie one night every day, just sat down and and then I would go on my Instagram and post like a quick little blurb of what it was. But Jurassic Park is one that when I watch it, I can go back in that moment when I'm six years old and watching it for the first time. Doesn't matter how many times I've seen it. Oh, yeah, we are the same so. age. Yeah, we are. That's right. <laughs> and our birthdays are almost the same, too. <laughs> right, Aries. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, you honestly have to take the time to disassociate with true crime. And uh, I'm a big fan of Parks and Rec. I'm a big fan of, you know, The Office. But, yeah. but when it comes to movies, yeah, I like to go back to what I watched as a kid because I feel like that really lets me unwind and I have those nostalgic moments. Yeah. And this is one of them. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's that idea of like you watch a movie so much that it's like very comforting. Right. There's no, you know, it's it's weird like because I recently just saw the movie again in theaters mm-hmm. and it was like almost like, oh, I, I'm paying attention to this movie again for the first right. time. Whereas most of the time you're watching it because you're just like. This is the most like comf- like it's comforting, right? Even if it is just like the types of you know of people getting eaten or whatever. You're like, <laughs> but you're like as a kid, you saw yeah. you've, you've been through this and stuff like that, right? And right. Um, yeah, I was gonna ask. I mean, wh- so you were you were six when Jurassic Park came out. Yes. I was also six. Yep. Um, I'm also realizing. I wonder if my overalls are gonna make noise. It's fine. Oh, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna mention up top, so just in case it doesn't make noise, people know it's up. That's what it is. But um, yeah, like, what was your like, do you remember seeing in theaters? Like, yeah. were you allowed to? Because I know a lot of right. people our age were kind of on that cusp. I felt right. like it was a thing of like, I have friends who weren't allowed to see it who mm-hmm. are our age and some mm-hmm. people who were. So it's like you were on the camp that were allowed to see it. Well, kind of. Oh, OK. <laughs> so my parents were they had something. They were out of town. I think they were out of town. And I remember it was June of 93. Um, I was at my grandma's house and she asked if I wanted to go see a movie with my other siblings. And that's 
what I think came out in theaters that weekend. So I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what trailers were as a kid, so <laughs> I don't know what I'm watching. Um, but I can honestly remember so many specific moments in the theater, specifically when they roll up in the Jeep, Brachiosaurus gets up. And when I went and saw the 20th anniversary in theaters 3D, I sobbed. Yeah. <laughs> like seeing that because I remember as a kid seeing that moment and believing they were real. Yeah. You know, and and I'm one that be- believed in Santa Claus until I was like 10. So Hell yeah. <laughs> so dinosaurs, you know, to me I thought, wow, they trained them. <laughs> like they're they're really in this movie. So but but there are certain iconic scenes and as a filmmaker, I think when I look back at those as a director, I think to myself like those are the moments that I would want to recreate. And, you know, granted, I do documentaries and <laughs> murders. But um, but then going back and actually uh, last year when I was traveling to Seattle to shoot, I watched the Spielberg documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah. And what did you think of it? Oh, my God, it was beautiful. I really it was, liked it. Yeah, I thought it was really well done. Director, female, Susan Lacey. I have to give her a shout out. Um, but, uh, but watching how they broke that down, and it was such a pivotal moment in film. And what they did with it. So I think as a kid, when I look back, I really was watching history happen in a film that I fell in love with. But I specifically remember afterwards, my grandmother, rest rest in peace, um, she she had to stop at 7-Eleven. And I think I got out of the car and I saw, I think I was telling you this, I saw Jawbreaker. Like those old school, thick ass Jawbreakers. Had the T-Rex on it, grabbed it hold it up to my grandma like please <laughs> can I have this and she bought it for me and I think I had that thing for like two weeks and I'm sure it was disgusting <laughs> oh, oh my gosh just like just, licking the outside of it for exactly like, for oh good gosh. two weeks um, and I think my mom was like alright this this has got to go but yeah, uh, at some point yeah well yeah I mean it's it's you know all the kind of tie-in stuff I remember I don't remember any tie-in stuff for Jurassic Park as a mm-hmm. kid but I definitely remember getting there was Lost World cereal which again oh. I, I feel like I should have got some for Billy Johnson when he came Came on, uh, but yeah, next time. But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and like uh, even in like the simpler wine style cans of like yeah. Lost World soda, which I'm like, what? Well, I don't even remember what that tasted like. They had that. Yeah, they had Lost World soda. Oh, no, but it's probably. I imagine <laughs> if you find one on eBay. On now, eBay, it's, it's like, disgusting. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. But no, that's it's funny because I think like that idea of. Because Jurassic Park, it was like either you wanted to be make movies after you saw it, or yeah. you wanted to be a paleontologist, right? Which I think is so funny because I felt like I went back and forth between the two oh. for so long, you know. Right. So, but you leaned more. You were you you liked it more as like a film thing more mm-hmm. than the dinosaurs thing, or just that's that's kind of where you were just naturally gravitating towards anyway. I think so, but. I kept it as a secret about my dinosaurs. Really? Because I think I grew up where I grew up in Park City, Utah. It's just kids, money overflowing. <laughs> you don't really have hobbies. But for me, it was something that I secretly would go and look up. Like eventually when the internet came around, then I started looking that stuff up. Um, and then I finally got out of that bubble uh, my freshman year of college. I met a guy. He loved dinosaurs. Our first date was at the Utah Natural History Museum oh, to go see the dinosaurs. That's amazing. And he was the first person that I could kind of geek out with, like, hey, <laughs> just so you know, I like dinosaurs. And at the U, uh, they have a dinosaur class. Yeah. So I signed up for that a year later. Yes. And um, and we broke down Jurassic Park 
in that class. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Um, it was really cool. So my professor looked like Hagrid. <laughs> Legit was Hagrid. You're I'm a lizard, was. <laughs> I was like, oh, hi. So we went through and we watched Jurassic Park throughout the semester, and we would take bits and pieces, and he would stop and explain which dinosaurs were real, which weren't. Um, and the tests were so hard. <laughs> I can't even tell you. I I don't remember any of it, but I just remember, and I had a lot of hungover days going to <laughs> yeah, yeah. Class, college. But, you know, and then later I took a volcanoes and earthquakes class yeah, because no. uh, I'm a nerd Which that way. Is. But again, but I, but I wouldn't say these things to people because I grew up as a dancer. I was a cheerleader. Why would I show my true <laughs> colors as like a nerd? It, not a nerd, but you know what I mean. So... So honestly, like, you know, when I look, but yeah, I, I took it more cinematic. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but I mean, yeah, I took a dinosaurs class too. Oh. Um, and a natural disasters class as well too. We are the same person. But, <laughs> I, but it's weird because I was a film major, but right. honestly I enjoyed those classes more than like, not that I didn't enjoy my film classes, but for me yeah. it was almost like, because I'm not trying to be a paleontologist because sure. I wasn't like good enough at math and all this science oh, like mm-hmm. science prereq so I was like well I'm not I don't even need to pursue that road right but at the same time like taking the dinosaurs class taking the natural disasters class was like um there was no pressure because it was like it was yeah. literally just counting towards my science credits no exactly you know? right yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it was so mm-hmm. but that's cool yeah we never broke down Jurassic Park but I really think no. that's that's like kind of cool and helpful yeah and I was gonna say you also know that because um, the reason why my uh, girlfriend right now left the Mormon faith as a kid was because she saw Jurassic Park and like she basically got ostracized from the community <laughs> and so that led to her crisis of faith of I mean I'll have Brent on at some point but yes. that was like that was when we met that, that's the story oh. she was telling me so I love that you also like yeah. went on a dinosaur related date and, right yeah. but then also yes for Salt Lake City because she's mm-hmm. from there too so mm-hmm. it's just like yeah I, I watched this Jurassic Park movie and it apparently was blasphemous you know that or something. is insane i didn't even know about that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well I, maybe it's just her school in particular or but know. i believe it yeah, i mean yeah. there's a lot of question around yeah, it, yeah. so it's fine but yeah it's so yeah <laughs> no it just yeah i'm like Aww. i'm so curious because i've never been to salt lake mm-hmm. and i really want to go and check out the museum yes uh and you said there's also like other stuff out there too yeah so there's a little town called vernal and they still i cannot remember what it's called but they have a setup and we actually did a field trip down there where they still go through and have pa- uh, paleontologists go through and still find fossils. Wow. And they have it all set up. But I think they have like little interactive stations that you can do. Okay, it's probably for kids. But <laughs> but I know, you know, it's, it's fine. But I mean, I never realized Utah was such a big hub for yeah. dinosaur bones. And um, so, yeah, so there's that. Um, but my an individual that I just met, we were talking about dinosaurs and he told me that his daughter's school in Utah uh, just had a sleepover field trip to the Natural History Museum, and they got to sleep in the room with the dinosaur bones. Uh, and I geeked somebody out. Somebody just won up to my birthday. So, <laughs> you know, we'll do a ne- another no, no. one. I, I <laughs> mean, it, it was funny just because having uh, you know my birthday at the Natural History Museum was uh, such a dream so come true. Bummed. I missed it. Yeah, it was it was so cool. But we had to be out by 10 because the doors were oh. going to lock us in. And we're like, is that a problem? You know, like, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> let's, let's just stay there and, and let's be there overnight. I mean, yeah. they do do overnight stuff at the Natural History Museum in L.A. Um, yeah. So maybe that's my birthday next year. I'll help you and plan you it. Come. Yes, please. Yes, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I like that. I, I mean, I think 
I mean, that's why I feel like as much as I like Jurassic Park, I feel like I talk yeah. a lot about natural history museums, too, because yeah. it seems like it's it's just as important to learn. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing I think natural history museums right now are dealing with, where it's like the unfortunate part about some of the newer Jurassic Park movies is it's like, right. oh, my favorite dinosaur is an Indoraptor or right. an Like, that's not a real dinosaur. dinosaur. <laughs> I know. Like, ah, curse you, <laughs> Colin Trevorrow. <laughs> Um, Take a dinosaur class at the U. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And they'll tell you what's fake news and what's not. Yeah, yeah, fake news. <laughs> fake yeah. news dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so then as a kid, because you had to kind of keep it like a secret and stuff, it was, was it like a thing where you actually did like get dinosaur stuff, but you were just like hiding it? I wanted to so bad, <laughs> and I just didn't have the heart to ask my parents for it. Yeah. So I was tricking that. Well, same with true crime. I kept a lot of things a secret growing up. So, but I remember specifically there was a T-Rex toy and I would always go to it at Toys R Us and it had like a little chunk out of the side and you could see yeah, yeah. insides. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, the dino damage. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I remember always going to that aisle to just look at it and I would just touch it on the inside and and then I'd You're be like. <laughs> it's open wound. No wonder you got it into your crime. <laughs> just the caressing it like, I'm so sorry. Uh and then I'd run and be like, no, I'm looking at Barbies. So, you oh know, and it was, I don't, I was a weird kid. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. But same thing. I would sneak unsolved mysteries. Uh, when the Jean Bonnet case was out, I was going in, looking at magazines, <laughs> going to the store with my mom, like, I'll go with you. And I'm like looking at people magazine, like, what is this about a parents <laughs> murdering a child? <laughs> so, yeah, wow. it's really weird. But, but now that I'm more comfortable in my own skin. I can say that freely. Yeah. That I love well, because I feel like you had a birthday cake, a dinosaur birthday cake, I too. I did. I know. Which so... I just think is so fun that we both had dinosaur <laughs> birthday cakes. Right. And my, but but it was just funny because it was my best friend and her husband and they cooked me dinner and then they're like, happy birthday. And I see the little dinosaur and it was a little ring. So it's hanging out of my car now. Nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I was just stupid as a kid. Like, just, yeah. Well, it's, cool. <laughs> I mean, it's that thing of like, I don't know, like personally for me, I felt like growing up in, in that Jurassic Park did almost, mm-hmm. which is such a weird thing to think because Jurassic Park has a lot of like, I mean, it's not a very like bro-y movie. No, exactly. You know I mean? Right. It's not, it's not like, it's not like. You know, maybe even Lost World is more broy because there's all the hunters. And the, uh, yeah, but like Jurassic Park, it's like a handful of like sensitive scientists, right? right. And everything, and and the kids, and you yeah. get really attached to them. Yeah. Well, and, and it's like the, the the in in a way like the female characters aren't sexualized in any way in the movie oh, exactly. or anything like that, right. or at least not in like. If anything, I noticed like there's the one shot of like Ellie when she's climbing up to see Grant at the end. It's just like the yeah. shot right on her ass. But it's like in khaki shorts, <laughs> but, but so the- it's not sexy at all. But no, I mean yeah. maybe for some people, but no. Uh, but so for me, it's like I Jurassic Park wasn't a very like broy franchise for yeah. me. So it, yeah. it's it do since doing this podcast, it's just I've been very lucky to. I feel like my listeners aren't what I associated with being like the typical Jurassic Park yeah. audience as a kid. And yeah. so that's why I've been so thankful because I never felt like I belonged to like the bro nerd community or sure. whatever. And yeah. so like starting this podcast, I was like, oh, I want to make the community of like people who who, yeah, maybe felt like they couldn't talk about liking Jurassic Park. Or, right. and, you know, the people who actually like in some ways like it more because it's like if you were grown up not feeling like you could like this thing yeah. like it, it almost means you like it more because right or something i don't know right and so know. so just i mean with that 
when I started listening to My Favorite Murder and then learning more about you, it was kind of like, wait a second. <laughs> I can like both of these things and not be ashamed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I course. totally, I, that makes a lot of sense though. What yeah. You're saying. It's just one of those things where just I grew up just thinking that, like, I mean, and I think it's, yeah, I mean, I think even Michael Crichton at one point said dinosaurs are for boys. And I'm like, fuck no, you. No, they're not. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> Which is why it's like Spielberg's, like, you know, all the choices and the changes he made in some ways were so much better uh, for the movies, you know. And still had a strong female lead in both of them. Yeah. Um, You know, but Laura Dern, I mean, I look at her and just what her career was, but I feel like most people only know her from Jurassic Park. Yeah. You know, especially in our generation. Yeah. Yeah. but she's I, doing David Lynch movies up until that point. <laughs> right, right. So she, but but I, that was the other thing, actually. So since I grew up in Park City and grew up around Sundance, I think it was like seventh or eighth grade, uh, you would go to Main Street with your friends, walk up and down, see as many celebrities as you could. Wait, really? Was yeah. that like part of the culture? Was like, oh, yeah. you grew up in that area, you'd want to like... You go oh and God, you'd, so you'd get your autograph book, you have your camera ready. It's like, you know, full throttle. Because I saw literally everyone. Jennifer Aniston, I saw J-Lo, I saw Lance Bass, NSYNC was huge at the time. Yeah, oh I had a God. conniption, but I saw Jeff Goldblum. And again, I'm with my friends. I'm in middle school. I'm trying not to geek out. <laughs> and and casually, I'm like, yeah, so um, <clears throat> you see that guy over there? He was in Jurassic Park. I think I'm just going to go uh, ask him for an autograph. And they were kind of looking at me like, okay, you just saw Lance Bass. <laughs> <laughs> this weird looking guy like <laughs> hello yeah <laughs> um you know but i remember he was super nice he was super cool super chill and but but that's what i'm saying like it the excitement that i had and it was like you know here comes my fandom coming out but keep it at bay yeah, over yeah. here but yeah but it was totally a thing that's, growing up that's crazy yeah. wow that's <laughs> well yeah that's got to be such a surreal experience of like you know, people who live in like tourist towns yeah. and stuff and people coming every year. Right. I mean, I grew up here, so there's an L and I grew up in Anaheim. So yeah. it's like the element of like, but I didn't live down the street from Disneyland. So sure. it's not like there were tourists wandering around my neighborhood looking right. for Mickey, uh, <laughs> you know, so that idea. But then also the idea that it comes to you. It's like, yeah, when, when is Sundance again? It's, a February? it's always in January, oh, the January. third week of January, with the exception of this year. This year was the fourth week. Oh, really? It went into February. It was... Yeah, they changed it a bit, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. So it's it's what, true. One week a year of all these people descending all on your city. Of them. Yeah, wow. and it's still so special though. And um, but I mean, like I said, I, I as a kid, I didn't really know I was going to do movies. Um, but now looking back, I was always drawn to it. And Sundance was something where I knew all these people were coming into town. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I mean, even high school, we would uh, camp out just because we our school was connected to this theater called the Eccles Theater. And so we could go into certain hallways and see certain celebrities going backstage. So Justin oh, wow. Timberlake was one of them. And so, wow. yeah, I mean, <laughs> I didn't have a usual upbringing, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know wow, what I mean? But surreal. it's But it's bizarre. But my super tiny hometown. Um, yeah, it's just one week we get to live like L.A. So. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, even more so because it's more concentrated. <laughs> exactly. You know? Like, I don't, I don't ever notice anybody when I'm here in LA. Right. Oh yeah. I feel like it's, it's, uh, yeah, in LA, I feel like it's 
I mean, if I'm not hanging out, like it, it almost is like you have to go to certain neighborhoods to see certain celebrities. Yeah. Like if you want to see like Vanderpump Rules people, you go to one neighborhood. <laughs> if you want to see like old movie stars, you go to one neighborhood. If you want to mm-hmm. see hippie musicians, you go to Silver Lake. Like, right. You know, so it's all spread out. But there it's like this like concentrated, just concentrated thing. <laughs> and that's funny you brought up. Vanderpump because I grew up with Katie Maloney. Oh, really? And we were cheerleaders together. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> See all the connections. I know. I know. Together. It's coming together. Yeah. Did you like watch the movie a lot on VH as a kid, and then did you end up seeing the other movies in theaters, or was kind of the original just like the first kind of? So this is funny. This is where I could get in trouble. Oh no! <laughs> so we'll bleep out any <laughs> any names or any. Oh no! no, no. <laughs> so for your parents from listening to it, right? They're like, "Oh no!" Um, I was very anti, you know, like oh, what you would call it, like series, because I, my heart was so much into the first one. Yeah, yeah. So um, I believe we did have the VHS. Um, but I was bombarded by my siblings because we always watched Back to the Future. I would say we're very much a Back to the Future family. Oh, nice. So, um, but I remember when the second one came out, um, I think I went on a birthday party and we actually did go and see it and I didn't care for it. Yeah, yeah. And then the third one came out. And I remember my parents being like, well, do you want to go see it? And I was like, no, oh, I'm yeah. not. It's going to ruin <laughs> it again. And I just saw Jurassic World for the first time wow. last summer. Right a week before the second one came out. Oh wow! Yeah, you, so you finally caught up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I so and I'm like I said, I'm a huge Parks and Rec fan. I love Chris Pratt. I see him as Andy Dwyer. So <laughs> to see him chiseled and you know playing Owen, I was like, I no, I'm not going <laughs> to see this. And uh, and I finally put my guard down, and I was like, all right, I'm just going to go and watch it, but I will watch this one first. And so. And I love them. I mean, I have a soft place in my heart for blue, obviously. Yeah. But uh, so it, I don't know. I'm I'm weird. Like all this reboot stuff. Like I get really upset about it at first, and then I'm like, all right, stop. Like just experience it. See what happens. If you hate it, you hate it. Move on. Well, it's but, it, you know, it's like I don't think you could do Harry Potter as one movie. Oh, no, no. But you know, <laughs> I mean, in in many ways, Jurassic Park is is a perfect movie, and mm-hmm. there's it's you know, none of them are, none of them are better. No. So then right. it's then you're just kind of like like well, what it then what are the other things like trying to prove? No, you know? exactly. So right. it's almost like I don't know. It's weird. It's almost like. You know, again, there couldn't be just one Star Wars movie either. Correct, right. So so it's so it's like I don't know, it's like you have to find like in in some ways it's like do any of the other ones like even matter on some level? Like as much as Correct. I love it and I'm super obsessed and everything. Yeah. But it's like there it's more of a battle for those movies to right. sort of justify because it's like What's yeah. done is done. Like yeah, what yeah. else was there to tell? And that's like saying, Okay, well if they made like a second pulp fiction. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, no. Yeah, what's <laughs> you know? Pulp Fiction 2 I'm like? like, what are we going to do with that one? So, yeah. so I have that mentality. No, no, and I, I, I 100%, <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like you want, like, more is more, right. you know? Right, And so for me, it's like every Jurassic Park movie, I'm always trying to figure out, like, what is this bring to the table? Yeah. You know, like, if Lost World, it's like, it's it's like if you just want more Jeff Goldblum, like, that's, right. that's what that movie's bringing to the table. <laughs> yeah. That's really the biggest thing. JP3 sure. is like, what if you wanted a Jurassic Park movie as like a 
slapstick black comedy or something right. like that. No, Jurassic exactly. World. If anything, it's like, oh, well, now we get to see what it looks like when the park is open. Like, that's yeah. cool. Right. Fallen Kingdom is like a movie made for Jurassic Park nerds. Yeah. Because it's like it has multiple dinosaurs that kind right. of... You know, in Jurassic Park, it's like you have the spitter and you have the yeah. – ga- like every every dinosaur is like a unique shape almost. Like their own character arc yeah, like yeah. was distinguished. Yeah. That. Yeah. Whereas like in Fallen Kingdom, you have like so – you many. have Triceratops and yeah. Sinoceratops. You, right. you have Apatosaurus, Brachiosaurus. You have different right. kinds of long necks. You have different kinds of yeah. meat eaters right. that are all like – you know, it's like more realistic in one sense – but it's like right. less cinematic in a way because sure. it's like why would you have two why would you have two horn boys <laughs> when you could just have yeah, one exactly. that's more iconic yeah so it's almost like I also think it's almost like a kid playing with their Jurassic Park toys like, that's a good way to put it like, actually you know like, yeah. like it's much more actiony in a sense right like, it's flashy yeah like, yeah, yeah like you're seeing all these different dinosaurs and and there's still that excitement but but like I said like I almost felt like the first Jurassic Park, it was character arcs, like yeah, for yeah. each individual dinosaur that yeah, was presented. Yeah, because yeah, Spielberg was like, we're just going to have one of each. And, exactly. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, it's also the thing too, where like, uh, you know, it, it's hard for me when people are like, they want the the other movies to be better than the original. But it's oh, like, yeah. I don't, but what, if you just try and repeat what you did in the original, it's mm-hmm. always going to fall short because it's mm-hmm. not the original. Mm-hmm. You know, and so for me, it's like I at least appreciated Fallen Kingdom because it, to me, at least, was the first movie that wasn't trying to be better than the original. Yeah, it was just kind of trying to do its own its thing. own thing. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> We're gonna 100%. set this island on fire. <laughs> We're gonna have a dinosaur cry because that's awesome. Right, I know. It's so There's sad. A lot happening. Yeah. Yeah. There's gonna be I this horror movie thing. Yeah. We're it gonna, did get spooky. Yeah, we're gonna have some gothic stuff. Yeah. We're gonna have a human. Uh, we're gonna have a human uh, snuff out an old man. That's right. Uh, oh, I should ask you about this. I was mm. gonna say, speaking of Ted Bundy experts, mm. uh, I always <laughs> Eli Mills, Rafe Small's mm-hmm. character. I always, to me, his character because again, I've been working on MFM for like three years now. Of course. Um, and to me, he exhibits those like he, it's that kind of thing of the inner and the outer yeah. and where he's just like it's almost you see the mask come over and he's like, ah, now I'm going to be charming. Yeah. And like the scene with Macy where he's like you see him crack a little bit yeah. and then he has to like put it back together. Right. Like that that whole movie, I just kept thinking of like and I just picked Ted Bundy of like because, you know, he's, he's like the well, poster child of for that. like charming yeah. for charming people as right. unfortunate as that that Sound. trope has come together <laughs> in you know or that thing but yeah. like but for me when i was watching fallen kingdom that was like on my mind the whole time yeah. of like how this this villain is like a sociopath almost well and i think a lot a lot of that though too is that i think when writers go in they kind of look at history's characters to kind of develop that you know what i mean and so but yeah, I mean, I go through watching different shows and I'm like, I know where you got it. Like I watched Silence <laughs> yeah. of the Lands for the first time last oh, really? summer. Oh, cool. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, check Ted Bundy, check Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm. Like, you know, and I see all these different you know qualities. But I think that it's so unique. And I am a nerd for that. Yeah. I love figuring out where did they get inspired from here? Yeah, so, no, I, I agree I, with them. I mm-hmm. love that. It's just, yeah, to me, it's like the whole time it's like. 
you know, because we've had charming villains, but it's yeah. it's nice when I, I liked Fallen Kingdom's portrayal of him because you got to see him kind of be a good guy and be a right. bad guy. Where at the beginning, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, he's on everybody's side and charming. Yeah. And and then you see, the, you that's see the, that turn of it. Yeah, you see yeah. that turn where he's like, mm-hmm. oh, no, this guy is pure evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I also like in that movie, too, where it's like evil, like helping it because they like didn't they weren't gonna sell the Indoraptor. Right. But then everybody was like, we all well, these people were like, we're we want it. And bidding. he just and he's yeah. just like, Oh well, that's the people it the it's not me who's bad. It's the it's people who want it. It's these people who want it, right, in these yeah. different countries and then blaming I, I, yeah. There was a lot to, you know, look at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, yeah. That's so awesome. you so you've come around to the sequels. But it, I've come around, yeah. But yeah, it's like but it's a different experience, you know? And it it's, is. That's right. even a hard part like doing this podcast in the sense because it's like people are really only nostalgic for like the first, for the first one. one. And right. the second one to some extent. Mm-hmm. But because for me it was also you know, I was in some ways the second movie for me was like it was the movie that I was like looking forward to more because yeah. I was a little bit older. We were ten, right? And it was like I, I remember commercials. I remember yeah. like getting the toys at Target or Toys R Us and stuff. Whereas like right. Jurassic Park, we were so young. It was like this magical thing that right. kind of like popped into our consciousness. Yeah, um, I agree. That's it's very true, and that's and I and like I said, it, it was. But I remember I don't remember anything from the second one. Like, if I were to sit there and describe a scene, I don't think I remember. So that tells you how much I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I already was a snot at that point. And with my movie, it's like, uh, I'm not going to see that. <laughs> I just love that idea. Like, um, yeah, I'm not going to see that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like I saw I saw Jurassic Park in, in Lost World with my uh, family. But Jurassic Park 3 was the only movie where it was like, I'm just going to see it with like my high school friend. It's going to be after tennis lessons or, you know, it, it's like yeah. nothing special about it. About or anything. it. Right. And it's like, all right, fine. Let's just go. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. That, oh, yeah. I love that, though. Um, do you. So now you have like some dinosaur stuff you've started to incorporate it into your life a little bit more. Yeah. No, definitely. And I bring it up. Um, I was even telling my producer like, yeah, so I think I'm going to go on this podcast about dinosaurs. And he kind of looks at me like, wait, what? <laughs> What is this side of you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's kind of fun to surprise people and be like, you know, I don't just love murder. I will gladly talk about other things. But uh, yeah, so it was fun. Uh, my good friend, Temria, we went and saw um, The Fallen Kingdom last summer. And, and yeah, and I mean, we, and I didn't realize she was a big dinosaur fan as well. Oh, wow. So then I was like, oh, Okay, well, we can share this together now, <laughs> yeah. you know, and so, but yeah, I, I don't, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that, yeah, like, I just didn't want to share that piece of me. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you just don't know who's going to be interested in what and anything. Yeah. I mean, and you know, and some of it is like manifesting yeah. how much you like it. I mean, that's right. one of the reasons why, because I was a fan of Georgia's stuff before I started working on MFM, right. and a part of right. it was her... You know, I saw her manifesting her her love of true crime right. in other things. And yeah. she was like, oh, can I talk about this true crime thing on this thing that's not related to mm-hmm. it? But it was just like very much of like her just being like, well, I'm just going to talk about it because this is right. interesting. And then people responding. Yeah. I mean, as we're recording this, we just there was a Power Rangers episode of My Favorite Murder. And I've been so, so. overwhelmed by the amount of people who are like, yeah, I also love Power Rangers as a kid or whatever. <laughs> I was one of those. Oh, really? Do you yeah. wait? Do you have a pic of you in a costume? Halloween costume? No. Oh. Here's the thing, though. My mom was so anti-Power Rangers. Really? Yeah, because it was violence. So she 
was kind of like, hmm, I don't like this. I did get the Pink Ranger doll for Christmas one year. Was it Kimberly? Was that yeah, yeah, Kimberly. Kimberly. Yeah. And that was like the only time yeah. that she was like, fine, you <laughs> can have this. Uh, but yeah, no. And it, speaking of which, that probably makes sense over there of your gift. Should oh, you sh- open it? Yeah, should I open it right now? <laughs> yeah, let's do um, it. <laughs> but yeah, I was I in that sense of manifesting. It's like Power Rangers isn't like... I, you know, it was like the biggest thing for me as a kid. So when I got, you know, Jurassic Park came out and that Christmas I got like the visitor center and the T-Rex and all that stuff. It was like that bountiful Christmas. And then for my birthday, the year after in 94, it was like my birthday was at Chuck E. Cheese. And that was also that that birthday also made me scared of mascots. Like, I'm oh. still terrified. I get anxiety, like, when there's, like, a person in a costume. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like, I can't handle it. I wow. panic. I, I went to Sanrio. I, I did a thing with Sanrio when I worked at Loot Crate, and literally, like, the Hello Kitty costume people <laughs> came out, and I had to leave the room. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah it was very terrifying. But at that birthday, I got... Uh, it was the same visitor center box, yeah. but inside was, like, the Megazord and, like, all the, you uh, know, the robot dinosaurs, yeah. as I said on the podcast. Like, so for me, it was that, but, like, I don't really talk about Power Rangers that much or anything. No. And, and in some ways, it wasn't until this whole thing happened yeah. where it was like, oh, yeah, I guess Power Rangers was <laughs> as equally formative for me as a kid as Jurassic Park was. Right. But I didn't kind of realize it because, again, I kind of didn't allow myself to really. Also, if Divulge you watch it. Power Rangers as an adult, it's not the It's show. not as, it's so awful. Yeah, Jurassic Park was meant for all. <laughs> All ages, correct. Like Power Rangers was literally just just for, for kids. kids. And honestly, as you were walking through that overview, I was cracking up because I'm like, as you're saying these things, I'm saying it with you. I'm like, how do I remember this stuff? <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, the swords, and like you know, coming together, mighty power. Like as yeah. soon as you said that, I was dying. I was like, okay, this is coming back to me. Yeah, it's it's weird how much you can remember stuff like that when right. you haven't listened to it and or you're watched it, it in decades. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, I also All love right. this bag. I had to. It has. It's all 90s. There's dinosaurs. There's Rubik's Cubes. There's hot dogs. <laughs> there's pizza planets. And again, there's dinosaurs wearing. There's little T-Rexes wearing birthday hats. A little birthday hats. hat. Yeah. That's so cute. All right. I'm gonna, we're just going to do a little. Let's audio. just, you know, unpack aw- it. <laughs> no, no. This is going to be perfect. Oh, my God. I definitely know what this is. Because <laughs> I. I'm like, please don't have it. No, no. I don't have it. I actually, I, there's a reason I got oh, this though. It is a, and I'll post a picture. It it's a T Rex like leaning on a stump or like standing on a stump. It's a T Rex, and then it says Jurassic World at the base. Oh, and it's a piggy bank. I was it's like, a piggy what? bank. It's like a beautiful little statue. <laughs> oh my god! But I thought, couple thoughts. Was it that episode of MFM that Georgia was saying something about a piggy bank, but she couldn't remember what it was called? Oh, yeah, yeah. So then I had that thought. Then I thought about us talking about you coming to Utah. So I was like, Stephen, save to come to Utah oh, and piggy bank. Yes, I'm definitely going to do that. Especially <laughs> now because I my new apartment uh, has laundry cards. So there's oh. no... So what am I going to do with all my quarters? Ta-da. Oh, my gosh. So I thought it was so cute. And it made me giggle. But that's oh. just part one. Oh, You'll get part thank two you. Later. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. <laughs> As I crinkle more papers, this is the ASMR section of the podcast. <laughs> it's gold, beautiful, shiny yeah. paper. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wait, so do you have a favorite dinosaur? Is that something you, you thought about? I mean, um, you got it. The long, long boys and long gals. Because and the Jurassic Park ride at Universal. I remember the first oh, yeah, time we, I wrote it. Yeah let's, yeah, let's talk about that. I feel like we were going to talk <gasps> about that a little bit. Too. Yeah. So the first time I did the Jurassic Park ride, my sister was working um, on Friday Night Lights at NBC, so she had all access. So your sister, pass. So your sister works in the industry as well. Both of my sisters. Oh wow! So, oh, I love that so much. Yeah. So my other, so one sister is a casting producer Jeez, for Park House C- Hunters. Oh wow! <laughs> Park City, living in we Park City, really big influence. Mm-hmm. And then my other sister is a senior publicist for Warner Brothers. Oh, awesome! So, uh, That's right. so yeah, so my other sis, uh, she was like, "Hey, I came into town. I think I was still in high school, and um, she had this pass because I never went to Universal. Um, we were a Disney family, mm-hmm. so once in a blue moon we'd go. I think the last time I had gone to Universal at the time, like the ET ride was still very much a thing. So. <sighs> My heart. Steven. <laughs> oh, Wait, it would say Shaleen. <laughs> oh, Shaleen. And I was like, oh. That's, uh. <laughs> so that broke my heart. But, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm aging myself. So, uh, but I remember going on the Jurassic Park ride the first time. And I actually went in Universal as well. But seeing it for the first time. And I remember just as soon as the boat turns and you see the Brachiosaurus. And same thing, like tears, like well up. And because I just think about that moment in the movie and it was like, now I'm riding a ride where I'm experiencing the the thing, like the real yeah. thing, you know, and, and that was when the car still came dropping down. Yes. And uh, so I remember that and I remember just in awe of a ride. And it was like, this isn't even Disney so having the, like you know what I mean you I'm like, just like extra impressive yeah <laughs> right no, like but this isn't true. corny you yeah, know what yeah, I yeah. mean um so two years ago um when Harry Potter so okay my flag is up for Harry Potter everyone knows how much I love Harry Potter so that Wait, that's which house are you in oh Gryffindor all right which made me laugh because I had my Gryffindor socks in my bag when I was listening to Murder Squad. So when Paul said <laughs> that he got Billy some socks, I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. But, uh, I'm Gryffindor as well, too. Yeah. So. Thank goodness. <laughs> so uh, I uh, just as I know, it's funny that you said that because to me, uh, when I was writing for Geek and Sundry, they had, you know, they have like a Gryffindor day and a yeah. day and stuff like that. So on... So I wrote the article for Gryffindor Day of like oh. why the house is so great. I'll yeah. find a link to it. I'll send it to send you. Send it to me. But I'm it's right. it was just like why Gryffindors are great, like yeah. reasons why we're the best. Right. And then on the other house days, I would comment in the comments section about like, yeah, Ravenclaw, more like <laughs> La- Raven D. Claude. And like Hufflepuff, more like the miscellaneous house or whatever. Like and New House, who dis? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. just like sort of doing like... 
trolling. Like, yeah, because going. because that like you know that's like one version of the Gryffindor stereotype, which right. obviously isn't true. But it's like right. to me, it's fun to sort of like to pretend that like I know I'm just a bro Gryffindor, right. now, you know. But it's like just by like trolling all the other houses and everything like that. So send I, me that link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, want to read that. But that's um, hilarious. So you came out to go. Was that the first time you'd gone out to see the? I, I call it um, Harry Potter Land, the, one, the magical world of Harry Potter, right? Or whatever. whatever it's called. Yeah. So I came out two. Yeah. So I came out two years ago, maybe like six months after it opened, and uh, my family went to the one in Florida. I wasn't able to go years ago, uh, so came out with another girlfriend, Jackie, and her husband, and we. Oh, same people that brought me my dinosaur cake. Yeah. Uh, so we went to yeah Universal, and. Same thing. I mean, just walking in, I felt like I was, you know, really going into the world of Harry Potter. But uh, but then later, later in that year, I was like, you know what? I'm coming to L.A. so often to do movie stuff. Um, this is something that I would like to just do all the time. So I bought an annual pass for my mom and my brother. And oh, uh, nice. so we went a lot last year. And just like you, like I was listening to your last <laughs> episode and I was like, do I renew right now or do I renew in July with a new rights out? Yeah, yeah. Um, toss up so but yeah i mean and then you go on the backlot tour you have the king kong and the t-rex fighting i mean universal stepping up yeah plain and simple yeah and yeah. i'm excited for this ride like i saw yeah. the oh yeah what did you think of the trailer oh my god I'm, I'm so excited yeah and then i saw your pictures of like what it looks like and yeah because i've been because it like so today is my as as we're recording this 420 oh. well well yeah, hey. um it is when uh, is when my pass expires today. Oh, no. So technically, well, technically, I think it's past six now. So I think it's officially <laughs> expired. Um, but did you know if you go and it's expired, they may extend it for one day? Really? If you ask nicely. Really? Ooh, I like this trick. I tried that. And um, it worked. If you go after six. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's one of those things where, I mean, I'm only letting it lapse mostly just because I, you know, it's like mm -hmm. what time of the month I'm getting paid or whatever like that. But I mean, because it's still <laughs> yeah. a really good deal right now and everything. And and yeah, but s since I've been going a lot trying to, I mean, yeah, because last summer I went almost every week until the ride closed. I was here a lot. Yeah. I, I went, I think, like two weeks before it closed. Yeah, yeah. Like nice. I made a point of it. Like <laughs> we're going. Like, like I this... need to see it one last time. And I, we went twice. Like I took my brother. We're like, we're going again. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And so, yeah. but yeah, since it's been closed, I've kind of been following the construction. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's crazy that it's like, you know, only going to be closed for like less than a year. Which is impressive. Yeah. Because I thought it was going to be 2020. Yeah. Honestly, when I saw it. So I think I'm like already making the plan. Like, when does it come out? When am I coming back? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Because so, I want to go. And, right, so, and so you liked the trailer for it? Oh, yeah. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Too. And I mean, it looks interesting, though, of the ride. Yeah, like, uh, like you know, I mean, I think a lot of people are worried that it's going to be changed all to screens and stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like they said in the, like, there was a press release and they, like, oh. named all the dinosaurs, or they didn't name all the dinosaurs, but they named the animatronic dinosaurs that we've seen in the past. Okay. So it's like, be, it's almost like, I think that's them confirming that like, oh yeah, the Dilophosaurs that come up and spit, like they're still going to be, be there. there. Okay. The T-Rex at the end is still going to be there. It's not going to be a screen. Oh, like, good. I think the only thing that could be a screen, that are, or the only thing that I'm like, 
I don't I don't know how they would do it in real life would be yeah. that maybe the Mosasaur is going to be like on a screen or something or whatever. Was but that in the in the trailer t- in when the trailer, it, like, when like, it like, like came and like hit came up against the glass? Yeah. Yeah. And I and so then I was trying to picture like, OK, so those screens are probably going to go like when you start going up. Maybe, but but they looked leveled. Yeah, well, I've well in the construction, I've seen that you know when you first go up and at the start of the ride before you go in the gates, that's sure. now enclosed. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So I mean, well, this will this will come out before the. I'm pretty sure this will this will come out before, before the new that. park opens because again, okay. there's no concrete day yet, so we can so we let's can, juggle that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe <laughs> at this moment there'll be an insert being like, and oh, now the release date <laughs> is June 18th, you know, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Quick interruption, as of June 21st, 2019, the opening date has still not been revealed. But just a note about the rest of this convo, Chris Pratt has been confirmed to be part of the Jurassic World ride, but all this stuff was funny, so I just decided to keep it in. All right, back to the show. Yeah, it's one of those rides, though, where, like, I really like it because there's an... Because they're kind of, especially by the time it closed. I mean, yeah. last summer where like half the dinosaurs were like, oh, no, exactly. You know, like <laughs> broken or missing. Like, oh, all the Brachiosaurus at one point, his neck was just like dangling. And Aww. I was like, oh, no. And I actually think I took an Instagram like, oh, no. That's so sad. Like sad super boom. Like, That's just, I mean, in where I went to school in Santa Barbara, there was a crooked neck giraffe who was born with a crooked neck. <laughs> oh, no. But he, he was, was fine. But he oh. was fine. It wasn't an injury. It was just like a, or it was like a birth was defect. Just, oh. But like a, a, not a defect, a, a quirk. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, like the ride was looking janky. So if anything, it was. if anything, if they're taking these like six months to refurbish the animatronics and then maybe right. add a couple bells and whistles. I mean, they're yeah. they're redoing the gates to say Jurassic World, you know. But like, which is kind of sad. But if that's it, it's almost like this, and I'm sure just, you know, working in the industry, mm-hmm. it's like there's those times where you're like, well, we have to make this one little sacrifice in order to, like, no, exactly. get a couple extra bucks. Mm-hmm. And if it's if it's literally all you need to do is just mm-hmm. put, like, uh, Dentine Ice Presents. I don't know why that was my first thought of, like, <laughs> Trident Gum Presents Jurassic <laughs> World or whatever. You're like, look, if that's all that it takes to get right. the extra dough to, like, refurbish then this, then whatever. It. Yeah. Just do it. Right. Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts, though, if they do put Owen in it? Like, do you think that's going to, like, lose its charm? I honestly don't think Universal could afford that. <laughs> really? Because, well, because my thing is that if you notice any of the, if, if you've, I don't know if you've watched any of the Lego Jurassic movies Mm-mm. or I, I don't like. I, they don't use his voice? Well, they don't. He doesn't do any of the voice stuff. Okay. He, like, because, like, Bryce Dallas Howard has come back and done her voice yeah. work and stuff. Yeah. Um, BD Wong, like, um, not in all the Lego stuff, but okay. like in the first Lego stuff that they started doing. I think for okay. the TV show, Show, it's all unique voice actors yeah. and stuff, but um, but even in like even in the Jurassic World video game that they really like the Dino Park Tycoon for game that they released yeah. last year, like BD Wong did new stuff. Jeff Goldblum even came back and did oh. his voice stuff. Ooh. Like imagine him <laughs> narrating. Like honestly, it's because I don't play video games that much anymore. But I'm like, no. I really just want to get a PS4 or an Xbox and just play it. His voice is soothing. Yeah, well, I mean, has he done ASMR? I feel like a lot of he, actors have started doing ASMR stuff for fun. He needs to because he was on uh, Conan Needs a Friend. Oh, oh yeah, and, I listened to it. Yeah. Oh, listen to that episode, but he put me to sleep and just <laughs> hearing like his cooing, <laughs> his cooing. <laughs> it's just hilarious. He's it's like seriously, a bird, you know? oh yeah, no, and Conan like made him just have like a like moment, and I was just like, ooh, I I could sleep to this. It's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But um, 
Well, yeah. So, but, yeah, yeah. So you Chris don't Pratt, think... Well, yeah, because Chris Pratt didn't come back for the video games. He didn't okay. come back for any of the ancillary media. <sighs> I I think the new ride, because I think they're, like, what I imagine is they're going to redo all the videos where you wait right. in the line. So I'm imagining that's probably Bryce Ellis Howard. Yeah. Because she worked at the park. I'm imagining it's... Because they say the... They say the they said in the press release that the ride takes place like during the events of Jurassic World. So it's like you're going to oh, have Claire with her okay. like classic Bob. Yeah. Um, so it's like B.D. Wong. It's like Bryce Dallas Howard. But uh, yeah, I just don't think Universal is probably going to pay for Chris, for Pratt, Chris to, Pratt to come back for his appearance. Cause I, and, and I had that notion this morning because I was thinking again on the back lot tour when they have the Fast and the Furious and you have the rock and Tyrese. And, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. that's why I was like... Michelle Rodriguez. And, yeah. And, so I thought, maybe... Maybe. Maybe it's like... Because um, is Brendan Fraser... He's on the mummy ride somewhere, right? I don't think so. Or no, no. He's in Florida, he is, but not in L.A. I don't think I've been on that one in Florida. I haven't been on it either, but I... Oh. Because some people have mentioned that, and I'm like, I don't think it's the one in L.A. But, but he needs that money. Yeah. <laughs> well, if he... If, any, <laughs> if he even asks. Well, and I wonder, because speaking of, like, ride refurbishments... Yeah. I wonder if Tom Cruise's mummy had done better if they had mm. planned to update the mummy ride with imagery from the new movie. That makes but sense. then... Because you think it's like they're redoing the Jurassic Park ride. Like, why right. wouldn't they do? Why didn't they do that before Jurassic World? Right. Why didn't they do that before Fallen Kingdom? Yeah. Why are they waiting till just now, now before the third movie comes right. out? You know, right. in, in two years. Like, why are they waiting till now to do it? But I wonder right. if it's like rides are almost like more of a bigger investment than a movie, even. But I feel like Universal's taking that change because they saw how you know, great, the Harry Potter world. And that's like True, the major point. attraction. And so, and they're, and I feel like they're redoing everything with screens. Yeah. Like they had the Transformer, well, yeah, well, yeah. you know, <laughs> which make me want to vomit. Yeah. Like I did the Kung Fu Panda one when it came out that first weekend, I think as well. And that one's all screened. So, so that's why I thought maybe they're just moving towards that. I don't but know. It, but it, yeah, but it also seems weird too, because it's like, I mean, that ride is, they're not going to like take away the ride. It's like the ride itself right. isn't changing. Like it's still no. a full water track yeah. and everything. Yeah. So it's like, I wonder if maybe they're just filling in the gaps because, right. you know, the dress park ride is, is, I mean, it's as far as like rides go, it's like pretty chill up until when you, until that point. But I mean, it's like that whole inside building is yeah. just like opportunities. So for right. me, it's almost like, like my prediction is that we're gonna have a few screens, but it's like, but it's not gonna be like the full. Yeah, because yeah. I just yeah. feel like they would have just torn down the whole ride and put it and in a small box. It. Yeah, you no, know, exactly. If, if they had wanted to do it just mm -hmm. screens, but I mean, mm -hmm. we'll find out. I mean, what's your time? You know? it's well, up. I mean, probably by the time this all comes out, we'll, yeah. we'll probably have a. Uh, pro I'm guessing by the time this comes out, we'll we'll know when it's opening. The date of it? Nope. Mm -hmm. um, but I doubt it will be by the time by the time this comes out. I feel like I feel like it's gonna be July. Yeah, I think. I mean, because yeah, when I was the last time I was there before my pass expired, they yeah. they we uh all, we were like leaving the area. Yeah, and all of a sudden we heard like the oh yeah, you said and you had a it, test one, right? And then a like one oh. just shot out, and we're like, whoa, whoa, they're already testing it. This is crazy. Oh. That was really exciting. I and, did see that. And again, it's one of those things where it's like part of me just feels like it 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 ultimately is just a really nice new paint job because yeah. the raft looks the same. It's literally just silver and blue now. It's, That's right. You know, yeah. it's it's yeah, it's not like 
because I almost thought it was good, they were going to like turn him into gyrospheres or something, mm-hmm. you know. Which I mean, I wouldn't have been mad at, but I don't no. think they could. <laughs> to me, the idea of like, oh, but how do you make a gyrosphere that fits like nine people? Like, is it just like a submarine right. sandwich? Like, you know, like a like a like a like a balloon animal? Yeah, right. <clears throat> Nobody looks fresh. I mean, I watched your story a few times because I'm like, wait, <laughs> like I see it. Yeah, but no, nerding out over it. I'm so, so excited. So that'll be you know finishing up Theodore and, and working on the next thing you'll take mm, breaks to come to LA I have to. to to go to the theme park and everything yeah. like that yeah that's and honestly like I'm so excited because I know my Theodore press will start here soon oh cool awesome. starting in June but uh oh my god that's amazing that's gonna yeah, be awesome it's gonna start while we're still <laughs> you know editing but uh but yeah no I'll be Coming to LA a lot, as I already do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, I'll renew. Oh, yeah. And then you'll have to go see Jeff Goldblum at the Rockwell. Because <sighs> I feel like you would really dig that. Yeah. I need to find my old autograph book. And then he'll remember you. <laughs> He'll be like, hey, you're a little he, girl. <laughs> yeah, because he has a really good memory. Well, did you, uh, so when I saw him at the Rockwell, <laughs> you know, there was like Bob Odenkirk was there, oh. but also um, uh, Vanessa Lee Chester, who played <laughs> Kelly in The Lost World, yeah. went and they had like a little reunion on stage and stuff, oh. which was like the cutest thing or whatever. That's I love reunions. And stuff. it's like yeah. they literally hadn't seen each other probably in like 20 years, oh. you know? Which that I thought adorable. was, and I was like, yeah, the Rockwell is like a really cool space if you like Jurassic Park because they've had awesome. de- they've had Jurassic Park burlesque shows and Shut musical up. parodies and everything. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Now There's, you're opening my eyes. Yeah. I need to go. I did a I, I interviewed a few of the uh, the creators behind the burlesque oh, show. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So they're really. Oh wait, rad. I did see that. Yeah. Like as I was like scrolling through, and I was like, I'll yeah. get to that one because I have like 20 podcasts that I <laughs> rotate through. Ho- yeah. yeah, Hollywood Jane Review. Okay. They're, they're really great. I interviewed three of the members of that company. So cool. And it's just yeah. So I think I think. Hopefully, I don't know if they're going to be doing it anymore, but if right. they are, you should. Uh, like, I want to go. And again, seeing Jeff Goldblum at the Rockwell is yeah. just super fun. I need to go. Thank you so much for having me, too. Of course. Thank you. Um, thank you again for the present. Yes. I'm start putting coins in. Yes. Um, you know, spared no expense and all that. <laughs> exactly. Actually, probably spare. I'm just only sparing quarters <laughs> and dimes and nickels. Because that's not very big. You'll probably fill that up with like 10 bucks. I, I could slip like a couple of dollar coins in there. Okay. Thanks so much for listening. You can follow the Theodore Doc on Instagram at Theodore Documentary, on Twitter at Theodore Doc, on Facebook at Theodore Documentary, and you can follow Celine Beth on Instagram and Twitter at Celine Beth. Don't forget this month's listener question is, what do you think of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom one year later after its release? Call to leave your Jurassic stories at 323-688-6969 or send me an email at cjurassicright at gmail.com. As always, follow C Jurassic Right on Instagram at C Jurassic Right, Twitter at SJRPod, and join the Facebook group to continue the discussion by searching C Jurassic Right Podcast on Facebook. And you can always follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Steve Ray Morris. I'll see you next week. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.